Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there and welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Frances Sheen, the editor of New Idea, and joining us today is our royal expert, journalist and commentator, Angela Mollard. Hi, Angela. Hello. How are you? Good. Nice to be here. We've got so much to talk about this episode because since we last spoke, we've had a royal baby, we've uh, learnt a lot more about Meghan Markle's uh, past, and the Queen had a birthday, and there's perhaps a new royal pregnancy to talk Mm. about. But first, let us talk about Wills and Kate's new addition to the family. Mm. The baby is called Louis. What's the significance of that? What do you think? It's a gorgeous name, don't you think? Love and it. and there's been after the birth was announced, uh, the the Google search in Australia was how to pronounce Louis. So I know I've heard Louis <laughs> and yes. then Louis. It's not it's Louis. It's Louis as in Louis Armstrong and Louis Tomlinson from One Direction. Oh, <laughs> One extreme to the other. Then I, yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. Very old school name, French. Lots of French kings were called Louis. There's never been a British king called uh, Louis. Interestingly, that's a middle name in both William and Charles's name. So it's part of the family. But the greatest significance of this name was, of course, that it was the name of Lord Louis Mountbatten, who was a dear, dear friend to Prince Charles, helped him through his uh, ghastly years at Gordonston, the the, um, Mm. private school in Scotland. He was, of course, uh, killed by an IRA bomb in the 1970s and the family felt his loss immensely. So it's a tremendous tribute to him. I don't think that the royals would have wanted a Louis as a king. It's a French name. But when you're, it's your third child and we haven't had a third in line. Yes. Sorry, a third child uh, take yes. the crown for 300 years, it's pretty unlikely that little Louis is going to get to... Uh, and it fits quite nicely, doesn't it, with George, Charlotte and Louis. They're all very old-fashioned, traditional names. We weren't going to get a Jaden or no, a Jim Majesty or, or a Rocco yes. or a Con- Kanye. No, no, we weren't going to get anything like that. I quite like it because it's a little bit outside yeah. the realms. As the bookies were talking about was going to be one of those three A names, Alfred, Arthur or Albert or Frederick or James or Philip, all just a bit dull, I think. I had $5 on Albert, so I'm Did devastated <laughs> that it didn't get a look in. What anyway. are you doing putting bets on royal <laughs> baby names? We were here quite late when the name was released and we were all sitting around and I decided to make it a bit more interesting. Oh, well, so baby number four, Fran. There we go. <laughs> Albert, Al- Arthur, whatever. Um, and what did you think of all the flack that Kate got? She came out just hours after she gave birth looking a million bucks. What do you think of all the and flack she got? every female commentator <laughs> in the world seemed to have an opinion on the fact yes. that she stepped out having done something as normal as having a baby. I just thought she was fantastic. I thought, good honour. She's had a baby. She clearly has easy births compared to difficult yes, labours. We know she has difficult labours. She's a dutiful woman. She's a woman who's taken on the her, her job in the royal family and taking it very seriously and and wanting to please the public yeah. that uh, that has celebrated her and and welcomed her. And I think that it was 
if she was ready to do it, it was the right thing to do. And clearly she was. She was beaming that beautiful Jenny Packham dress, which was yes. a marvellous tribute to Princess yes. Diana. Diana. Uh, Diana obviously wore red and white when she was on the steps um, of the hospital following yeah. Harry's birth. So, yes, she was widely criticised for making new mums feel terrible by looking all fabulous and being all polished. But frankly, Fran, she doesn't have to go home and put on a load of washing or rustle up she spaghetti bolognese for the kids, does no. she? So good on her. And also I think if I was faced with the world's media and hundreds and hundreds of well wishes, I would put on a dress and lippy as well. No one would want to be in their tracky pants <laughs> with dirty hair if they're going to greet the world. Exactly. She's so And also sh- these are her memories. Well they're yes. not just these are her public memories, but there's also in you know, when she's seventy or eighty, she'll look back at these photos and these moments and they'll mean a lot to her. She's a devoted and dedicated mother and producer children is clearly the thing that makes her happy. Do you think she'll have a fourth? Do you think I she'll... I kind of do, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think, do look, I, not more than four. I think it's really interesting, too. I was thinking the other day, the pattern so far exactly mirrors the Queen's babies. So the Queen had ah. a boy, a girl, and then a boy, and then obviously a fourth child, yes. which was a boy. So I think it'd be very interesting if she had a fourth and four's one that was the new three, apparently. It is. So and, you know, all the posh women in London and having four, apparently. Exactly. How many have you got? Two, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> I've got two, too. That's us done. <laughs> yeah. See, we're, we not, can't we're not on trend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do you think Louis will go to the wedding of Harry? Can you see that happening? I think it's unlikely that he wouldn't. I'm not sure if we'll see him in the church because I think Kate uh, and William will be making sure that they, you know, um, look after Charlotte and George, who I ex- fully expect will be in the wedding party, as per the wedding of uh, Pippa Middleton. Yes. And if you remember, George oh, had a little tanty at that didn't wedding. He just. So um, I think that it's likely that the baby will be at the wedding because she'll be breastfeeding and, and he won't be quite four weeks old. I think someone like Carol Middleton or their nanny Maria Borello will be looking after the baby through that service but I think he'll be close at hand so Kate can feed yes and also she won't want the baby to overshadow the wedding so I think good point she might pass baby off who knows but uh, George and Charlotte are gonna overshadow the wedding anyway so 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 who knows but um George and Charlotte visited their new baby brother in hospital and the the footage from that day really gave us a glimpse into what they're what they're like. Mm. What do you think of their little personalities? I thought that was fascinating because mm. we really got an insight into their characters for the first time. Kate is brilliant at it uh, releasing photographs of her children. Uh, there's the beautiful one when Charlotte uh, oh, started so school cute. of her sitting so on the cute. steps. But they're still images, and still images never convey the yes. real spirit of a person. So it was quite rare for us. Um, look, we've seen them on foreign holidays and things like um, their, their royal visit to mm. Canada, for instance. But this was more unchecked. And what was really interesting is that Prince George is clearly a shy little boy. Um, faced with the world's media, he had his head down, but there was a cute little smile. He's obviously very excited to see his new brother. But wow, Charlotte, is didn't she not the show pony? She worked that crowd, didn't she? <laughs> she had that wave going from the moment she yeah. got out of the car, that short walk up to the steps of the Lindo wing, and then just... As she went in, she had to turn around and wave again. I thought she was gorgeous. She's going to be one to watch. Watch out, boys, I'd She's say. She's not lacking in confidence, no. is she? And the fact that neither of them had a tantrum during that walk, which could have happened, they could have felt a bit overwhelmed. We don't know what it's like. And, in fact, years ago, I remember um, being, being somewhere and Suri Cruz was being photographed. Right. And, of course, when we look at photographs of, of anyone in the public eye, whether celebrity or royalty, all we see is the image. What we don't see is the photographers and 
outside the Lindo wing that day. I don't know how many photographers there are, but these are little kids. It would be scary. Oh, yeah. If not scary, certainly overwhelming. You've got flashbulbs going off. You've got photographers calling out to to, peop- to William. They want to comment. Any one line is a newspaper headline. So these kids are growing up having to be used to this, this sort of thing. But, you know, they're still little. They're so little. I mean, George looked very cute in his school uniform, but for being picked up from school, thrown in the car, and then, you know, suddenly he was outside a hospital seeing his... It was a big, big day for them. Yeah, I hope they got a snack into him, because you know what kids (laughs) are like after school. (laughs) I'm surprised we we know that he can can go off, but I quite like that about him. I think he's got a bit of the the sort of Prince Charles about him. He he looks a bit stroppy. He does. (laughs) I like that too. Um, Now, we've had this royal baby over and done with. Now we move on to perhaps a new uh, royal pregnancy. Not quite royal, but close enough. Tell us who is pregnant. Mm, She's not royal, but by dint of the fact that she took up a lot of column inches when she was at a (laughs) royal wedding due to her bottom, Mm. I think we can safely say that Pippa Middleton is almost royal. Look, it hasn't been confirmed, but there have been reports that she is pregnant, 12 weeks pregnant, uh, that she's due in October. She, of course, married, was it last year or the year before? Um, mm. Last year. Last year. To um, her husband, James. They've had a bit of uh, family mm, uh, dirty laundry recently. Mm. Um, so, look, this is good news. I think it's lovely in so much as it may mean that Kate and Pippa, her sister, have babies born in the same year. And as a mother... There's nothing nicer than having a sibling with similar age children. You know, you have holidays forever more that kind of just work because the kids get on. I think it's rather lovely for them all. And a big year for Carol as well. She's uh, going to have a lot of grandkids to contend with. And they're a lovely family. And I think that 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 idea of having all these kids sort of coming home with with the grandchildren to their home in Bucklebury is exactly what the Middletons would love. And it's why William wanted to marry into that family. Very close-knit family. There's obviously Kate, Pippa and the brother James. James is in the middle. No, James is the youngest. Yes. Um, there's, there's three of them. You know, it's a, it's a really close-knit family. They love playing tennis. They're very sporty. These grandchildren will grow up and in a, in a, their, their in-laws will provide them with quite the opposite to royal yes. life. Mm. Which is great for them, mm. which, is, which is exactly, I, I imagine, what they want. Um, now, <clears throat> we don't know that um, Kate exercised her way through pregnancy, but we hear that Pippa is ferociously exercising to stay fit. What um what's she been up to? Oh, she was spotted going into the gym the day after yeah. the uh, revelation uh, that or the the reporting that she was pregnant. Look, she's been a, she's a fit girl of old. She does um you know she's done long distance runs. She's been she's dragon so boating. Fit, isn't yeah, she? she's super Ultra fit. And so is her husband. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, you often see her in a training singlet and and cycle mm. pants and that sort of thing. She's an all rounder. And even on holiday, I mean, she's not the one lying on the sound no. la- sun lounger. She's on a paddleboard. She's on a boat water skiing. She's diving. She's she's yeah. action woman. So to suggest that she's getting fit for her pregnancy as some um, outlets have, have, have said I don't quite think I think she's just fit anyway I think both of them are yes. I think the whole family is probably a yeah. very fit family yes you can imagine them. can't they just have like social games of hockey in the garden yes. of a we'll Sunday afternoon yeah. <laughs> um, now the Queen let's move to her because she literally last week celebrated her 92nd birthday um, 
She's doing really well, isn't she? For 92, she looks amazing. Extraordinary, Fran. And and what was amazing about her birthday is that she had a full week of events for Chogham, the Commonwealth yeah. Heads of Government meeting. So she had all these meetings and then she backed it up in at the end of the week with a special royal tribute to her being yeah. 92. So she sat through hours of... You know, wonderful performances by the like of um, uh, Kylie Minogue and... People um, she's probably never heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funnily enough, I thought it was very funny when Prince Charles got up on on stage and um, was sort of talking about her and called her mummy. And she sort of gave him this look of disdain, like... In the office, we had quite the discussion about, is it weird for a man of his age to call his mum mummy? It's seriously weird. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But it it is a bit British, as you would know. It's very British and Mm. it's very... Posh British to it call is. your mum mummy. I don't like it. It I sounds like a it. bit, yeah. you know, Othello-y. Make me shudder a little. Well, not Othello, which is the one where the, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to even go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Shakespearean play with the, um, yes, we won't go there. Um, but yes, look, she's 92. Phenomenal woman. Look what she's achieved. Mm. And what I find really interesting about her, Fran, is that in recent years, she just keeps evolving. So, Recent things she's done, she's got rid of all the straws at Buckingham Palace, all the plastic straws. She's gone on a recycling campaign. She recently had Sir David Attenborough come through her garden and she's planted, you know, sort of um, new new species. She moved some sundial that wasn't actually getting the sun on it. She's interesting. She wants to keep learning. And I think we, that was evident when she went to the um, fashion show and she was sitting yes. next to Anna Winter. You know, this marvellous shot of this woman and, you know, yeah. her pantyhose and her, her sort of the dresses that... <laughs> she seems to have worn for 50 years next to, you know, one of the great fashion icons yes. of, of, of the, the 21st century. I think she, I think her willingness to embrace an ever-evolving world is is very, very impressive. Because um, when Diana died, she was accused very much of being out of touch of with what the people think. Mm. So she's obviously changed a bit. She's obviously kind of relaxed a bit more, maybe. I think so. And I think we've seen that with her um, behaviour with Meghan Markle. She's really loosened a lot of the strictures around the rules about, you know, you can't go to Sandringham for Christmas unless you are actually married into the royal family. And we know that... Prince Harry asked for a special sort of dispensation so that she might actually, turn, you know, be able to yeah. go for Christmas uh, instead of being stuck back in, yes. in London with no one to have Christmas with. I think she's clearly, um, I think what she's, we can't know what she thinks, but having seen her own children go through a lot of uh, marital discord, it's clear she wants the next generation to be supported. And she's had, yes. we know um, from reports that she's had firm words with the courtiers at, um, at Buckingham Palace and various palaces, that these new royals, this new generation are to be supported, not undermined. Certainly in the Diana years, they were hell-bent on undermining yes. her. Um, and I think that's interesting. And that's a clear directive from the Queen. She wants this new generation to succeed. Yeah. And she's willing to bend the rules for that to happen. Good on her. Mm. There's not many 92-year-olds that can, can do that. Mm. What do you think her legacy will be when... It's going to be an extraordinary legacy, isn't yeah. it? I think that... I think Britain will close down for a week. I it do will, too. It, it'll just... There, there's never been a monarch that's reigned for as long as her. She, uh, you know, she is an impressive human being. We know from television programs like The Crown, which are, which are fictionalised yeah. but give some indication of yeah. the strength of character that uh, she has, that this is a woman that's been guided by duty for more than 70 years. She didn't want to take the crown when, mm. in, the 20, when in her 20s her father no. died unexpectedly. She was having a wonderful time in Malta um, with, yes. with the Duke of Edinburgh. They had a lovely sort nice of party-filled life. Yeah. life. 
And she was summoned back to London, obviously, and, and had to take on that role. And every decision she's made along the way has been duty. Um, and we saw, as you mentioned, with the uh, death of Princess Diana, that she had to amend her thinking. And I think that to be able to do that year in, year out, to, to stick to what's important mm. to, um, you know, how many prime ministers she's gone through, S you know, many. And we saw that in the Crown. Mm. I, I think, is it five or six, five prime, or six, ministers, six yeah. prime ministers in her uh, during her reign? It's a lot of people to get on with, a lot of people um, with different viewpoints. Uh, and she seems to have done it seamlessly. At all at the same time holding together an intact marriage and, mm. you know, the crown is still there. You can't imagine the world really without the Queen, can you? It would be a very strange world when the Queen's not around. She's, yes. You know, she's always been there. Whether or not you're royal, a mm. royalist or not, she's always been around in our I think that even the most diehard Republican would look at her reign and, and, and see the qualities of endurance, yes, loyalty, yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. um, whatever your viewpoint on it, yes. What do you think about the fact that this time, I think it was last week, she passed on um, the head of the Commonwealth mm. to her son, Charles? What was the significance of that? I think it's it was time. He needs mm. a role. Uh, you know, I remember being in London and, and, and writing about him turning 50, and here we are 20 years later. Yes. He's 70, and he still hasn't had the job to which he was born. Yeah. Now imagine living all those years Waiting. knowing you can't really do anything <laughs> else because this is your role, yes. but you can't really do it. And um, I think that to have a, a, you know, to be in charge of the Commonwealth is exactly what he, he, he needs a role to get his teeth into, uh, a role to know, you know, one that is uniquely his and for the Queen to sort of give him a uh, very major appointment like that is, I think, is, is the right thing to do. He needs that leadership. You know, heaven forbid she might last another 10 years. He would then be 80. He's going to have a very short reign indeed. Get a new job at 80 is quite the... <laughs> <laughs> I know, he'll be wanting to put his feet up. <laughs> and he'll just be having a crown plonked on his head, won't he? And having to cut a million bloody ribbons a week. How many people can say that? Can no. Now, Andrew Morton's uh, new biography of Meghan, just turning to her quickly, she's, uh, she's had quite the list of boyfriends before meeting Harry. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the more interesting... I really like people. the fact that there's such a cross-section. There really so she's is, got the there? frat boys, the kind of, you know, the, the sort of academic-y ones that she met at university. Yes. And then she's got the sports jocks. And then she's got the kind of ones like... Um, you know, the golf player and, the and then ex -husband. the, the ex-husband, well, the Trevor. Yeah. Um, I can't believe her, you know, she was married to someone called Trevor. <laughs> look, you know what? Andrew Morton's book chronicles all these relationships. Mm. Um, some of them seem to have gone on a while. Some of them were a bit of a fling. Some of them are purely speculative. But I think what's really interesting is that she's had a diverse range of people in her life that she has loved. Now, if you consider that Princess Diana was, was sort of 18, 19 when yeah. she got engaged, we've now got a 36-year-old woman about to get married to um, yes. the, the sixth, is he six now? Number yeah. six in, in line to the, yeah. to the throne. I think that it's marvellous that she's had a life. She knows more about relationships than Princess Diana, you know, mm, knew through yeah. her entire life. And I think that's an important thing. You know, we, we could we could be sort of scandalised by the fact that she's not a virgin, but hardly, you know, 36. She'll know how to work out in a relationship. She'll know what she wants. Harry, likewise, you know, he's had three or four significant girlfriends. Yes. It's a good time to be, um, to be getting together. So why did her first marriage end? What can we learn about mm. her from why her first marriage ended? Look, I think it's quite, ins uh, you know, it's quite telling how her first marriage ended she was uh, trevor her husband was a uh, producer in in hollywood mm. she was a, a wannabe actress 
she then in the course of their relationship became pretty successful and ended up going to Canada to shoot suits. He meanwhile was back in uh, LA and apparently she was a lot more ambitious than he was and right. she's sort of strict ahead of him. Reports say, including Morton's book, that she actually posted the wedding and engagement ring back to him by courier, which is a, you know, <sighs> is, is a very, very cool move. Um, did she outgrow him? Was her ambition greater than him? That's what, you know, the conversation has been about. Look, you know, she, she they were together for six years. The relationship ran its course. You know, it's a shame, but but clearly they they changed. Yeah, and and finally, Meghan just met our prime minister. Hmm. And uh, what did you think of that? What did he offer to show her? Well, these were after the, this was after the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting. They met to uh, as a sort of precursor to the Invictus Games, yes. which are going to be in Sydney in October. Yeah. And uh, they met to discuss that. Obviously, Harry set up the Invictus Games and Meghan, we saw her at the last ones in Canada, in Toronto. What Malcolm Turnbull and Lucy Turnbull said was that they must come to Bondi Beach. So <laughs> wouldn't they, that be fabulous, Frank? Can you imagine? There'd be so little interest in seeing Meghan in a bikini at Bondi course, Beach, wouldn't there? No, of course. There'd no, be no, no paparazzi no interested would at all. be interested in that <laughs> whatsoever. Exactly. So that's what that's what he's offered. That's what uh, uh, I'm not sure she'll actually do well, it. You never know. Camilla came over, took her shoes off and was, you know, Yeah, in the she was. You never know. I, I've got a sneaky suspicion we might see Meghan pregnant by then. Ooh, well, you heard it here first. You never know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the New Idea Royals podcast. Don't forget to subscribe today so you don't miss out on our next episode. You can listen to all our daily updates on the Royals on Facebook at New Idea Royals, and we will see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.